This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Italian Real Estate Podcast. I am here with Italian attorney Marco Permunian from ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Of course, this episode is being brought to you by Italian Real Estate Lawyers dot com as well. Today we wanted to talk a little bit more about the requirements of being able to actually live in your property once you've purchased it. So Marco, let's just get right into it. For a person who is not a citizen of Italy to be able to reside in Italy in their property that they've purchased, what does that take? First of all, let me start by saying that it is not necessary to be an Italian citizen to be able to purchase properties in Italy, and it is not necessary to be an Italian resident to be able to purchase properties in Italy. Of course, being an Italian citizen gives you the ability of residing in Italy without restrictions, so to enjoy your property that you purchased. Um, but there are other ways of uh, being able to reside in Italy and live in your property, even if you are not an Italian citizen or, or even if you don't qualify for Italian citizenship. So there are many visas um, for, for foreigners uh, made available by the Italian government that allow uh, people to reside in Italy and enjoy their property. But like I said before, it is not strictly necessary for um, for a person to reside in Italy, to purchase in Italy, and not even to go to Italy, because uh, most of our clients, they actually prefer to let us handle the purchase process on their behalf so that they don't have to travel to Italy, especially in these times, in these uh, difficult times with this health uh, crisis, they prefer not to, for obvious reasons, uh, travel to it, having to travel to Italy to finalize the, the, the purchase. So that's something that we can handle at ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com for our clients. So for those people who might be wanting to come here to Italy that wouldn't be a citizen, what would it be that they would need to do to actually get a visa to be able to stay here? There are several types of visa, visas made available by the Italian government. A lot of people who purchase properties in Italy are interested in the elective residency visa. That is a visa made available by the government and uh, intended for uh, primarily for people who want to retire in Italy. Um, not necessarily older people, but people who stopped working, even if being retired is not a requirement to um, be able to get this visa. So basically, the requirements for uh, this visa, which once again is called elective residency visa, is that the, the applicant has a an income that allows him to support himself himself in Italy without having to um, work in Italy. So the income required is an income that you get in your home country and that doesn't come from work activities. So primarily uh, a pension or uh, investments or either other types of incomes that do not come from work activities. 
you mentioned that it was an amount of money to be able to live on. Um, I forget exactly how you phrased it, but is there a specific amount of money or is it just kind of a number, just enough that it would seem as though based on a person's um, lifestyle that they could get by with? How, How does that work? Or is there a specific number? It's roughly in the neighborhood of 2,700 euros per month, which is a little bit over $3,000 per month in in US dollars. So when you apply for this visa, you have to show the Italian government that you have this income in your home country, which allows you to support uh, yourself in Italy. Now, the minimum income required is the amount that I just mentioned. And the Italian consulate, which is where you apply for this visa, you apply for this visa through your local Italian consulate in your home country, uh, which is the the office that approves or denies your request. So you don't request the visa in Italy, you have to request it uh, from from the country where you reside. So uh, the Italian consulate, which is where you file your application, uh, is obligated to apply the minimum income required by the Italian law if you own a property in Italy. So that's why a lot of people normally apply for this visa in combination with the purchase of an Italian property. So if you own a property in Italy, the Italian consulate is required to apply the minimum. If you don't own a property in Italy, it is required by the Italian law that you at least have a place that you rented. And at that point, the income required is up to the discretion of the Italian consulate. So they could ask you for more money, uh, more than the minimum established by the Italian law. Uh, What other types of visas could allow a person to uh, reside here in Italy? So this is one of the most popular uh, for the reasons that I just mentioned. But there are, of course, other types of visas which could be less easy to obtain, like, uh, I don't know, I'm thinking about work visas or or, uh, self-employment visas or or even student visas, um, which of course uh, are available only to students and you have actually to enroll in a school in Italy, not necessarily a university or or like a school, but it could also be like a language school, which you have to attend. Um, There are no uh, age limits so you can enroll in, in, in a school and apply for a student visa even if you are uh, older than the average student and you can for example enroll in a language school but you have to attend uh, the minimum is like 20 hours um, per week so you have to actually go to school you can't uh, miss um, your, your classes in the other visas that I just mentioned, those are more difficult to obtain. There are a lot more requirements, especially the work visa and the self-employment visas. That's a very interesting point about coming here with a student visa um, and to be able to come here and have an alternative to some of the other visas that are out there. Uh, but anyway, I, I know that there are some people that will be watching this that will be dual citizens, already are dual citizens, uh, because uh, that they already are watching our other podcast 
podcast that we do, the Italian Citizenship Podcast. So how would the situation differ for somebody who is an Italian citizen rather than somebody who is not an Italian citizen? Are there, does the process become easier? Are there any um, noticeable benefits up front? As I said before, uh, being an Italian citizen or being an Italian resident is not required to purchase properties in Italy. And the process is actually the same. It doesn't matter what your nationality is. The process is identical for, for everybody. The only uh, difference that um, I'd say it, it's a very important difference is taxation. So if you are an Italian citizen and if you reside abroad, if you're purchasing your first home in Italy, uh, you pay less taxes, less registration taxes. So the taxes that you pay when you purchase the property, you pay the, you pay the 2% instead of the 9%. The same goes for Italian residents who buy their first house in Italy. So even if you're not an Italian citizen, but you reside in Italy and you are buying your first property, or if you will be residing in Italy within 18 months from the purchase, the same rules apply. So you pay less taxes, you pay the 2% instead of the 9%. Very interesting, and I, I'm sure that information will help somebody out there who's a dual citizen and interested in purchasing the, their first home here. That can be a big savings in the end. The difference between, as you were mentioning, 2% and 9% is significant at the end of the day, especially when we're talking about the cost of a home. Uh, but of course, if anybody is seeking assistance and would like some help to be able to find property or to make the purchase of a property here in Italy, of course, Marco and his team are available uh, at italianrealestatelawyers.com, where you can also contact them directly through the contact form on their website. Of course, again, Marco, thank you so much for making yourself available, for answering uh, some of these questions and for talking a bit about moving to Italy as an Italian citizen. And if you are interested in uh, more about living in Italy as just a, an expat or as a dual citizen. I also have my own YouTube channel where I talk about these things and get out from time to time showing a little bit of life in Italy. It's uh, Rafael Di Furia. If you just search that here on YouTube, you'll be able to find me. And thank you again for joining us for another episode of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. We'll see you all next time. Thank you. See you. Bye.